If your family needs you, then they need you. And you shouldn't feel bad for that. It's the same concept as I always say, hey, if you're tired, take a nap. We all get out of sync from time to time. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I think today you're really going to enjoy this episode. Today, we're talking about how I balance being a dad and business. Now, you might not be a parent, but one day you are going to lead somebody that is. So understanding these concepts, whether you are a parent or you're not, is extremely important. But hey, if you haven't noticed, I've been putting out more content than ever before. So please do me a favor, leave a review on this podcast after you're done listening to it. I would really appreciate the love and thank you in advance. Look, having been in the coaching and leadership game for as long as I have, I've seen so many parents use their kids as an excuse, as an excuse to stay broke, be unhappy, not set and accomplish goals, have subpar relationship, and to live an overall mediocre life. My philosophy is this. If we brought that child or those children into the world, then we have a responsibility to help them win and give them the best possible life we can, but simultaneously being the example of what winning is to them. See, they need to see you winning. They need to see you thriving while raising them. They deserve that example. Unfortunately, most of us start off with that goal in mind, but then end up being broke and miserable as a result of trying to give them everything which seems so counter to what it's all about. So I want to talk to you today about how I balance my business and being a dad. Firstly, I set strong hours of operation. I hear people telling me, I don't have time with my business. I'm so caught up in all this stuff. I hear people telling me they don't have time with their business because they are so caught up with their kids or the other way around. I hear people using their kids as an excuse to not perform well. Well, the truth is, your kids are not the problem. The problem is we need to learn how to prioritize our calendar. Look, I got three kids. I also have a wife. So I have my wife and I have my three kids. And my kids are active. My wife is active. My three kids are active. My oldest son is in hockey and soccer. My middle child, Piper, She's in hockey and soccer. My youngest daughter, Anna, well, she's, she's Anna and she's very artistic. So she's in art classes and she loves to draw. We also take her to soccer. I have a hard time telling you that she's a soccer player, but she does enjoy, you know, chasing the butterflies and teasing the kids and drawing pictures um, on the soccer field. She's not really into soccer, but she does soccer. But my, my son, he also has Crohn's disease. So he's often at the hospital. He's doing different procedures. He was actually, as we speak, he's actually there today uh, for another procedure. So he, uh, he's busy and, and Piper's busy and Anna's busy and my wife's busy. So look, at the end of the day, I set strong hours for operation. I treat my business like a business and I treat my family like a business. I treat every child like its own entity. I schedule time. For each child, I schedule time to make sure that Anna has one-on-one time with dad, right? If it's just me and Piper at home for the evening 
instead of her just being on the iPad or me just watching hockey or doing calls, what I'll do is I'll say, hey, Piper, let's head out and let's do this, right? Let's let's head to 7-Eleven and grab some Slurpees or let's just go quickly to the mall. And what I'll do is I'll make them feel special individually. And for that moment or that night, it just feels like it's just her and I that exists in the world. And then some nights I'll take my son to hockey and it'll just be me and my son. So we'll have you know, a special time on the way to hockey and we'll, we'll talk about special things and, you know, we'll do a special thing after hockey. And so you really have to make sure that you treat each individual child and your spouse like its own entity. And you have to schedule time, schedule time for date nights with your wife. Cause that's going to help you become a better parent. Schedule time to make sure you have one-on-one time with your sons, especially if you have daughters, one-on-one time with your daughters. I don't want another man to have to teach my daughter how they deserve to be treated. I want to be that guy. But if I don't set strong hours of operation, when am I going to get around to do that? If I'm waiting until they're 14, 15, 16 to try and teach them how they deserve to be treated, it's too late. And the bad influences have already set in. So you got to make sure that you are using a calendar, not in your brain, but in an actual calendar where you block it off, you can color code it, you can update it regularly, and you make sure that every month you have enough time with each entity or child or spouse, depending on how you want to put it, just like you do in your business. Because if you don't, you're going to struggle being a dad and in business. You're going to struggle being a parent and run a life. Trust me. Secondly, get help. You got to ask for help if need be. You could ask for help from friends or family other parents from the school to drop kids off at sports or pick people up. There's nothing wrong with getting help part-time, even if you need it. And there's nothing wrong with getting part-time help if you need it. Help with the kids. I love when people say, oh, I'll never have a nanny. I want to raise my kids on my own. Give me a break. I'm sorry that you're so insecure with that idea. Maybe you need to think bigger and maybe you need to really understand what is the purpose of getting help. Maybe they can do housework or maybe they can do some cooking or maybe they can do all the lunches. I don't have a nanny when we've had a nanny from time to time. We didn't hire a nanny so she could raise our kids. We hired a nanny so that we could raise our kids so that we could spend time with them. And if she can do the ancillary things that I don't expect my wife to do, and certainly those aren't things that I'm interested in doing, then we'll get her to do it. That way, when I'm home after a busy, grinding, grueling day, when I walk in that door, my only focus is on my kids. When I'm at hockey practice, my only focus are my kids. When I'm at soccer, watching Anna roll around on the ground, my only focus is watching her roll around and count how many times she can roll around before she touches the ball. So, the next time you have a negative thought about asking for help or maybe hiring someone to help you, think about it differently. If you can outsource all the ancillary things that you don't need to be doing, that just frees up time for you to be spending on the most important stuff, present with your kids, where it really matters, where you're really going to make the impact. Listen, guys, I need help getting the word out on this podcast. I would really appreciate it if after this podcast, you would share this on social media, tag your team, tag some people that you care about, maybe even tag your partner if you think that they could see some benefit. Okay, my next point on how I balance being a dad and business. Pick a career where you can earn the money you need while being present. 
you need to find a career that's flexible. I have a gal on my team. She's been with me for about 10 years. The big thing for her is that she wanted to get started here while she was starting to have kids. Well, she did that. She got her license. And while she was raising her first child on mat leave, she was able to make six figures part-time while working from home. And I have so many other stories just like that, but it's not just my business. There's so many stories like that right now in the world because there's more opportunity than ever before. So if you're stuck at a career where you're not able to make the kind of money that you want while being present, you need to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, when is it time to change your career? Flexibility is key. You know, for us, like we train on Wednesday nights. Yes, we train at the office on Wednesday nights. So what do we do? Once in a while, we bring our kids to the office. We're flexible. Our kids are in tow. When we go to Hawaii on a company trip, we bring our kids with us. We bring our kids everywhere that we go because our career allows us to earn the kind of money that we need while being present. And it also provides that kind of flexibility. We homeschooled our kids for the last three or four years. So that really taught us that we need to bring them everywhere because we can't drop them off at, at daycare. I mean, school. And, uh, and we had to do that for them. So the nice thing with work options being virtual is that you can work from home while you have your kids, you have that flexibility. So just make sure when you're picking a career or when you're committing to a career, the next 10, 20, 30 years, that you pick the right one that's a fit for your family, not just your pocketbook. The next point, involve them in your vision board and setting goals. You should set goals as a family. Setting goals as a family reminds them on why you're doing what you do. I find so often that people, there's such a disconnect between the agent or the person that's running the business or working so hard, and there's a disconnect between them and even their spouse and their kids. And all the kids see is mom or dad leave the house every day or grind so hard every day. And there's really no connection between why they're grinding or why they're away so much and what's in it for the kids. So by creating a family vision board or a family 101 list, and if you want to know what that is, it's basically make a 101 list of things that if time and money were no object, what are the 101 things that you would do, see, experience, eat, explore, and start to work on that list. It'll blow your mind what you put on that list, but it'll also blow your mind what your kids put on that list. Because if you want your kids to be the reason why you're successful, the reason why you're fighting, wouldn't it make sense to create some together goals to fight for? For example, when dad gets his next promotion, let's go on a Disney trip. Or once we accomplish this, let's go on a sporting event. Or two years from now, let's go to Europe. Or let's, let's go to Hawaii. Or, you know, hey, Anna, what's important to you? Or, hey, Mason, what's important to you? Or, hey, Piper, what's important to you? And they all have different things that's important to them. Put it down on the list. And then tie those to milestones so that everybody's reminded on why you're working so hard. So by involving them in the vision board and goal process, it helps you balance being a mom or a dad and building a business. And it takes away some of that guilt, right? It's hard to operate a business when you're full of guilt. So to remove some of that guilt, this is one strategy that'll really, really help. My next point, divide and conquer. Not every soccer practice both parents need to be at. You've got to pick the important stuff to attend. Example, if Piper has a hockey tournament with four games on the weekend, I might miss one to attend our Saturday training. I don't need to be at every single game every single time. At the beginning of the month, 
I want you to lay out all the activities for each kid. And I want you to highlight the ones that you have to be at, the finals or the important game, right? Or it's my turn to be at this game because I haven't been on this child's game for a while. And you got to just pick and choose. Hey, if you're a single parent, then maybe you have to be at most of them. And maybe you have to ask for a little bit more help than the average person. Maybe you have to leverage another parent on the team. But at the end of the day, you have to use the divide and conquer strategy to figure out what you absolutely need to be at. And just understand, you can't be at everything. You still have to run a business. You still have to keep the lights on, right? So think about that. My next point is this. If you get overwhelmed or you're falling behind, then take a half day. Move an appointment. If your family needs you, then they need you. And you shouldn't feel bad for that. It's the same concept as I always say, hey, if you're tired, take a nap. We all get out of sync from time to time. Instead of going to the point of having a nervous breakdown or being so stressed out that you just shut down for, for a week or two, use some common sense. Move some things around. And only utilize this strategy from time to time. If you're constantly moving things around and constantly robbing Peter to pay Paul and you're constantly taking shortcuts and you're not present, yeah, this, this is a disaster. But if you stick with your calendar and you set strong hours of operation, you ask for help when you need be, you choose a career that allows you to have the flexibility, you involve your family in the goal setting, you divide and conquer the most important things, then hey, when you get overwhelmed, it's not a big deal. Take a half day, move an appointment, move some things around, get reset, and you'll be ready to go for the next week. I hope that makes sense. That made a lot of sense to me when I discovered those things. Listen, if you're interested in picking a career where you have the ability to be totally present for your family, you might be a fit for what I do. Head to agentholbrook.com for more information. All right, you guys. I really appreciate you tuning in. If you want the video version, head to YouTube. You'll see a lot of value in that as well. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.